0: What is up? I have a free view of the Lost Zane recordings. I released two full radio shows from, quote, back in the day uh, on 107.3 WBBL. Full shows on the Patreon on Mondays and Fridays. Unless if I forget, and then someone reminds me and says, Hey, dummy, put the uh, Lost Zane recordings up. So there you go. It's part of the uh, catalog of content on my Patreon. dot com slash Eric Zane tons of material for you to get lost into there all right add that to your weekly listening on top of the free podcast that i do and you are good to go so here you go enjoy this free view of the lost zane recordings
1: west michigan to reach the eric zane show call 800-785-1073
2: first date Electricity When you walk in You suck my circuitry Back it
0: up All right, the Eric Zane Show Questions of the day Should the U.S. torture bad guys? Who's been the most lost? Have you seen someone stealing something and what was it? What's the craziest thing you've ever found? Those are all your questions On the Eric Zane Show Questions of the day 800-785-1073 Email eric at com. You can also listen on podcast, wbbl.com for that. Also go to iTunes, search Eric Zane, or audioboom.com to search, search my name for that too. Kenny in Nashville, Tennessee, one of the Zaniacs listening online. Welcome back, Kenny. Morning. i hey, feel better soon. Sorry under don't know the weather. Yeah, you know, it just sounds bad. I actually feel... Sounds
3: better though. I feel well as I... When it first started today, it was kind of like this. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, it was uh, unbelievable.
0: It was absurdly plugged <laughs> up, but I think the I think the medicine has taken effect, but thank you for mentioning that. Um, apparently, you may have found something crazy, Kenny? Well, it's not really crazy,
1: and it was a long time ago. Um, I, I actually kind of forgot about it until I heard the questions today. Uh, I was... Probably about 13, the same age as the, the other guy, but unfortunately, I didn't find a big stash of money.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I was in a little creek. I liked being outdoors and kind of just, you know, being adventurous, I guess, as a kid. Okay. Um, and I was just kind of, I found this creek in town, just really close to our house. Yeah. And it made it seem like we weren't, like, in a town. Like, once I got to the creek, it was like, huh. Well, where does this go? And I just started kind of following it, walking along. And then at one point, I look down and I see a piece of paper underwater in the creek, and it's like in a plastic sleeve, and uh-huh. it's a marriage certificate. And I'm like, "Well, that's <laughs>
0: peculiar." Okay. So it sounds I, like. I, I by it. the way, by the way, this all sounds like uh, like a plot of like yeah. uh, of like an episode <laughs> of the Hardy Boys or something. <laughs> <laughs> but-
1: yeah. Well, I fish it out. And uh, I take it home, and I look up the name in the phone book, you know, like phone books, you know, yeah. what we used to have, yeah, nobody I, really uses mm-hmm, them anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I look up the name, and I find the, this guy's name, and I call, Yeah. and uh, I, I ask him, um, you know, hey, are you missing a, a marriage certificate? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And he's just got this weird tone in his voice yeah. all the time.
0: It's a rape tone is what it is.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. It was actually a uh, a preacher of oh. a church in the nearby uh, town next next to next to us. Uh huh. And he had had his office broken into, and that was one of many things that was in a safe or okay. something that was stolen. Okay. And so he was just really bewildered at like how I found it, and I told him where I found it and everything, and. He came and got it. He offered me a reward, but I, I turned it down. Yeah, I would
0: have taken uh, it. Yeah, can you imagine? Unless it was like
3: a Bible or something it, of if,
0: money. If it exposed <laughs> that he has like six wives, the yeah. whole the whole creek was full of marriage certificates of all of his different uh, wives. <laughs> Kenny, thank you, buddy. It's always good to hear your voice. 800-785-1073. We go to uh, Kalamazoo. Jerry saw someone stealing something.
2: Uh, yeah, um, actually, I work construction. Uh, I was down in Indiana, and we're building apartments. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple days before, they dropped off uh, twelve uh, refrigerators and twelve stoves.
0: Yep, okay.
2: to the apartments to be put in. Mm-hmm. And as we're working, the general comes around and goes, "Have you seen the, the refrigerators and stoves?" <laughs> I said, well, they dropped them off the other day. He goes, well, they're all gone. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And they looked everywhere. So I assume somebody came in there in a construction hat, a big hat, and a big uh, truck. And there was two of them. And they loaded all those up and walked off with them right with everybody on the job. That's ballsy.
0: In plain sight.
2: Yeah, that's big balls, man.
0: Oh, my. And no one said a word.
2: No. Well, you got a construction hat on That's and you got need. a high-vis vest. Yeah. You know, you figure you're part of the job. Oh, my gosh. Nobody's really going to say anything to you.
0: No, I would say anything. Thank you, Jerry, from Kalamazoo. That's unbelievable. 800-785-1073.
3: I thought he was say, uh, someone, yeah, someone stole a cat, one of those uh, gigantic, like, big construction movies. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like yeah. a bulldozer yeah. or
0: something like that. A piece of heavy equipment. This all comes because the story behind it is uh, there was uh, the article reads a guy hoping to bike cross country for Chinese New Year. I don't know if that's what they do. Realized 30 days into his trip, he'd been traveling in the wrong direction. The migrant worker from China was aiming for his home in uh, some other province after. You should try to pronounce it. Nope, it's impossible. But he was stopped by, um, uh, by someone, and then the questions were asked, and they put two and two together and said, you're going the absolute opposite direction. Uh, cops paid for a train ticket to get him home, and then he started over. But, I mean, if a, it's like, come on. Uh, the, un, the unnamed man could not read maps, meaning he had to rely on others for direction. So it's basically he's pedaling down the road, and he says, hey, which way to Xinjiang province? And some guy just points. Goes, All right, see you. Smell you later. And then he just starts pedaling down the road, going the wrong way. And then the other story is out of Fort Worth, Texas. There's surveillance video inside of a, um, from a guitar center store of a guy walking in and he grabs a, a nice guitar, a Sunburst Fender guitar valued at like $1,600 and he puts the neck down his pants, so it's basically like if he walks now, he's going to have to walk with without bending his knee. Right. So the neck is down his pants, and then he puts his shirt and is he's wearing like a winter vest over the body
3: of the guitar, and just walks right out of the store. Yeah, he's walking like Lieutenant Dan in uh Forrest Gump. Yes, when he got new legs. Yeah, yes, you got, you got new legs. Titanium Forest. <laughs> It's unbelievable. That's one of the craziest ways to steal uh, anything, really. You're stuck a guitar down your pants.
0: And that brought us to our Eric Zane Show questions of the day. Who's been the most lost? Have you seen someone stealing something? And what weird thing was it? Maybe a guitar. Also, the craziest thing you've ever found. We have another story later on. And should the U.S. torture bad guys? Trump's in the news. He's talking about that exact thing. We'll get into that a little bit uh, as the morning progresses, your calls at 800 785 1073. Email eric at ericzancho.com. Uh, coming up next, Lansing State Journal uh, published a story about how um, some local activists in and around the area with all of the women's mm-hmm. marches are trying to collect various items from the women's marches for history because that was a, a poignant moment, especially for people who subscribe to the thinking that went along with the women's march. I didn't realize those hats. Were called something. The hat you saw a lot of yeah, pink yeah. hats with like little ears on them. I had no idea there was a name for them. Did you know that there was a name for them? I did know. Did you think that the uh, Lansing State Journal would have published the exact name of those hats? Because I didn't. I didn't know that they would do
3: that. But why, uh, why not? I think we could even say it. Am I going to? But I don't know that we can.
0: Well, I'll explain to the audience what's going on there coming up next. Um, but first off thanks to our friends at michigan office solutions for provi- uh, for providing us with tons of tickets to give away mos is the official print partner of the detroit lions the pistons the red wings grand rapids griffins grand rapids drive and cumulus grand rapids and uh, they've hooked us up with more tickets that we will give away a little bit later on um, on the show thanks to them and they're great seats with your chance to win those And if anyone asks you who you listen to, please tell them The Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL.
1: If anybody asks you who you listen to today, please tell them The Eric Zane Show on WBBL.
3: Eric Show. It's 725. Julius is along with a look at traffic. Yeah, pretty surprisingly pretty good today despite the ice that was falling or damn near ice, but there is a crash on 36th Street at Patterson Avenue. No injuries there, but there is a backup. We're asking you,
0: Eric Saint Show, questions of the day, which we like to do throughout the day. Uh, should the U.S. torture bad guys? Trump in the news again. Another day of uh, Trump well, he's doing a lot of things. I'll give him that. He's not just sitting back. You might not be happy with the things he's doing, but he is doing things. There's no doubt. Uh, he was interviewed by David Muir on ABC last night at 10. Uh, who's been the most lost? And also, have you seen someone stealing something? And what's the craziest thing you've found? Brian and GR is going to answer that question for us. Hi, Brian. Hey, me, dad. How's it going? Not, not bad. Me, dad. If you could turn your radio down, buddy, that would be terrific. It's probably going to mess. Oh, uh, I don't even. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, good.
1: Yep. So, craziest thing I've ever found was walking to the bar one day, cutting through the alley, and I kicked a bottle of just peanut butter, and out popped a bag of cocaine
0: <laughs> through an alley. Kicked a, and then out comes the cocaine. What, oh yeah. What What did you do with it? Yeah, you snort it. Well, yeah.
1: Back you, in the day, I was a dumb young kid.
0: So you snorted the cocaine you found. How did you know it was cocaine? It could have been anything, right? Well, he sniffed it. He smelled it.
1: Oh, it could have been anything. Yeah, you're right. But at the time, we were uh, kind of into that thing. So Uh, we opened it up and took a whiff and sure as stuff, there it was.
3: (laughs) Did he swear? He said sure as stuff, it was cocaine. Well, you know, I don't want to be cussing for you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Thank you, Brian. (laughs) 800-785-1073. You can email the show, Eric, at (laughs) ericsaintshow.com. Which was anthrax. (laughs) Ah! Hey, guys, it looks like cocaine. It must be cocaine. That scene in Pulp Fiction when (laughs) when she snorts the heroin. It's like, oh, oh, no. So Lansing State Journal was uh, doing a story. Uh, Judy Putnam uh, did a story about how with the women's march being over, uh, but the Michigan State University Museum wants to make sure it's not forgotten. So they're collecting things to, um, like related artifacts of the worldwide event to keep it alive for future generations, she writes. Now, I had no idea because I'd seen a lot of those hats, those pink hats that people were wearing. And I didn't know that they were known um, because it's supposedly, look, supposedly looks like a, like a cat and it's supposed to have a double meaning because mm-hmm. of things that Trump has said in the past when he's on the bus with Billy Bush. So, the hat was a play on words with a double meaning, and they called them <laughs> "pussy hats." Correct? Correct. Am I getting this right? Yes. And and then there's a. It all worked out. I mean, this is a mar- This is marketing genius right here. It really is. Like it's like a puzzle almost. Like why? are, I had they, re- no, I why didn't, are they wearing a cat hat? It makes I, no sense. I didn't have any idea when I saw the headline. <laughs> from the Lansing State Journal. From, you're, you're like, "Oh god, I can't believe they wrote that." It says "collecting pussy hats for posterity." And I, I didn't have I didn't know there was any connection till like 2 minutes ago on the air or off the air when mm. Julius described it to me. I just thought the hats looked like female body parts. <laughs> but <laughs> what kind of body parts are you looking at? I don't know. At? You you put on this this well, I didn't know. I didn't even see the hats. I had no idea. I just saw they were wearing something pink. So I just assumed they were putting on these hats that are supposed to look like women's genitalia. Thus, I was thrown back by the headline, collecting that for posterity. (laughs) So that totally threw me off.
3: But apparently... Man, these women have just odd looking things.
0: (laughs) So, they're collecting those. And, uh, well... I guess keep your hat or give it to the Michigan State Historical
3: Museum. So they're why, I don't get why they are—they're they're collecting ones that were actually at the marches, right? Yeah, if you were like at the march, uh, you had a hat. You, you, you just make it again. You don't
0: have, to, it mm. have to be authentic. Meanwhile, remember Madonna um, said, "You know, this is the day after the inauguration. Um, you know, at, at times I wanted to blow up the White House," oh, which she said, "You know." That I was taken out of context. I listened to that whole thing from beginning to end. And it wasn't taken out of context. It was played in its entirety. And then she said I was speaking in metaphor. Well, that's not exactly a metaphor, is it, Madonna? Well, yeah, you actually said exactly what what you wanted to do. And so a lot of people were like, oh, and, and everybody, as soon as we heard it, we all knew that th- that she was going to be in some hot water for that. So it was, it was obvious as soon as she uttered it that um, it would be exactly what it was—her inciting people to do terrible things. Uh, this is that. This is that clip. Yes, I'm angry. Yes, I am outraged.
2: Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House.
0: Okay. That is not out of context. We have all of the context. (laughs) It is 100% in context. It couldn't be more in
3: context. What does she say after that? Let's see if there's context. Okay.
2: But I know that this won't change anything. We cannot fall into despair as the poet W.H. Auden once wrote.
0: She doesn't know who this guy is.
2: On the eve of World War II. We must love one another. Or die.
0: Alright. That has nothing to do with blowing up yeah, the White whatever. House. Whatever. So um, she then responded after the FBI did knock on her door. Uh, no. I was speaking metaphorically. And it's like, well, I, Now I. Of course. Most people mm-hmm. say. Well of course you were. You didn't really want to blow up the White House. But you still can't do it. And it's, the fact that. Her big mouth is in front of all these people. It's you get just enough wackos who hear that. Whoa, that's, one yeah. of the, that's one of the things they talk about. They talk about you know you you can't be reckless with that with national security. You throw that out there and someone might. Be, of course, you're not going to do
3: it. She's like, well, is she implying that if it would change something, she would blow up the White House? She said, I thought long and hard about blowing up the White House or whatever she said, but I know that won't change anything. Yeah, so. so- Odd context to put it in. Madonna?
0: Uh, A Texas radio station. Are they doing a wacky bit? They're jumping right on it. Hey, guys, Hits 105 is removing Madonna songs from their programming indefinitely. They've banned Madonna. Um, What a shame. Because they're saying she has shown un-American sentiments. Now, I don't think we play any of our radio stations play Madonna. The only one that...
3: Well, if she ever actually comes out with a hit... Uh, Hot FM might yeah, play it, but, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. A 58-year-old woman.
0: I mean, I it doesn't really strike me as the younger generations of Wheelhouse. I mean, <laughs> they know who that hag is, but it's not like they're sitting around going, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, today, I hope Gravy, you know, in his uh, 300 straight hours of music or whatever, commercial-free for five hours, uh, he plays some Bruno Mars, uh, Some Mike Posner and uh, you know Vogue by Madonna. <laughs> hey, so, hey Hot Fam with Gravy and Rachel. <laughs> Coming up, we're going to do a Tuesday triple play from Madonna. We'll do Vogue, like a virgin, and I can't think of any more Madonna songs. Like a prayer. There I you think go. I've heard that one. Mm-hmm. Madonna, of course, talked about how upset uh, the election results had made her, including the famous, yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House comments, Hits 105's Uh, statement said, forget it, General Manager Terry Thomas said, banning all Madonna songs at Hits 105 is not a matter of politics, it's a matter of patriotism. It just feels wrong for us to be playing Madonna songs and paying her royalties when the artist has shown un-American sentiments.
3: Well, I mean, it's wrong to play Madonna songs for multiple reasons. Yeah.
0: They probably only play like one song. I was we did that once um back in the day, um band Jethro Tull from our oh, classic yeah? rock. Why is that? Because it was right after nine eleven and he said, you know, I don't like the fact that all these flags are out on cars. <laughs> and his point was he goes, It reminds me of nationalism. Which if you're not familiar, that I mean there's a there's a lot to that, that whole nationalistic mm. thing that can lead to negative things. Yes. And so we didn't care about that. We said, "I'll tell you this: we did not care about patriotism, unpatriotism. We didn't care that he was. We didn't care about any of that. All we wanted to do was get the exposure of banning, banning Jeff- artists.
3: Did you guys make the news? Absolutely, like we real did. news, all
0: over uh, New Jersey. Uh, then, oh. in fact, if you were to look up, I'm guessing if you Google search radio station bands Jethro Tull, it'll come back. Um. Do they have a quote from you? I don't remember. I don't
3: remember. I I just think that it's a disgrace what he said.
0: Yeah, Um, You have to go back in the archives, but uh, they're all there. It's all over the place. That's amazing. Yeah, that's what we did, and uh, we got tons of publicity, and that's what we intended, and that's what they're intending. Oh, yeah.
3: They'll if she does come out with a big hit. Let's say in this fantasy world, the Madonna is the sings the next hottest song ever. They'll play it. They're not going to not play it. Lucky for them, she'll never. She'll it's win win.
0: It's yeah. win win all the way around. Hey, clues and categories is next. Your choice if you win of Griffins tickets from MOS. We have uh, uh, Leonard Skinner tickets for next Friday opening week at Twenty Monroe Live or golf lesson with Mark Hogan. Up at treetops, part of the 18 days of treetops. Winner gets choice. Call now. We need two people to take us on. Either Ben, Julius, or myself will be your partner. 800-785-1073. Call now. We'll play Clues and Categories next at 800-785-1073. And if anyone asks you who you listen to, please tell them. The Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. My free view of the Lost Zane Recordings full show is on Patreon.com slash Eric Zane with hours and hours of programming for you uh during each week. 5 or 10 bucks a month is all I ask as a donation for the Patreon which helps keeps the lights helps keep the lights on. Okay, it's late when I'm doing this, so bear with me. I'm just a little punchy. All right, have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye.